Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the Cindy Cochran Show. And uh, I think we have a very interesting show for you today because, you know, a lot of people uh, just moving into Conroe, man, you're going like this place. I love this place, but I want to know more about it. And there's so many different, you know, areas that we have. You walk up and down the downtown and you just want to know about every store because it's so cute it looks like a movie set or something it's amazing so we're going to have someone today talk about all that he's going to do bringing the knowledge that he has to conroe and bringing the history out of conroe that makes it very very interesting and all the good things the futuristic things that are going to be happening futuristic yeah that's what's going to be happening and um then it'll make people just it's he's going to put us on the map that's what he's going to do, and I, I feel that from him. Uh, and listen, i got to, first of all, thank our sponsor, Wooten Financial uh, Group. Thank you so much for being our sponsor. We love you so much. And they are an, an incredible team that's going to help calm your nerves about our weird taxing and all the stuff that's going on in the country and it does kind of make you feel like am I going to have enough money for retirement but yes you will if you go to someone like Chris Wooten and call them and uh and he'll be on at the end of the show you'll get to hear Chris and he's uh he's amazing such a good guy and he is a they are a fiduciary and as we talked about yesterday the three people that were here had no idea what a fiduciary meant and I know it sounds like a weird thing that they are but all that means is they put the client first and that's what that's who you want you want that kind of guy and that kind of group so hopefully you'll have all the information that you need is on our website and and the number to call and how to get in touch with them and your first meeting with them is absolutely you know no obligation we he wants to help educate you and tell you what he's going to be doing so anyway thank you being the sponsor and uh now drum roll please okay okay there was a little rhythm with that too okay <laughs> that was fine we want to introduce you to andrew Yusi. am i saying the last you name you are yes you okay uh i love that i've called you everything i don't know what else <laughs> i called you but it, it was you i realized wait cindy look at it it's just you yeah why are you making a big deal that, and, and that's what i tell people it's it, really the two letters u and c right it's the, it's the two s's that throw people off but it is it's you yeah, simple. You, see, you see. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for being here. I know you are a busy, busy guy. And he just had a two-hour marathon speaking uh, a meeting with people. 
And that's so difficult because you talk a lot of times because of who you are, you're the public information guy. They're they're expecting you to say, you know, give them all the information and all the knowledge that you have about it. Now you just started this job, but you've been in and around Conroe. You this is not a new place for you, right? Right. It's relatively new. We've been here a year. We we lived in spring for ten years. My wife and I moved here from Phoenix. So we moved here in two thousand ten or two thousand twelve. And we lived in uh, we lived in spring. We moved to Conroe in May of last year, 2022. Uh, we moved up here. The difference between spring and Conroe was incredible. And I'm I'm former military, so former Marine. Uh, so moving up here, you didn't have that in spring. It was just an entirely different environment. As soon as we got to Conroe, there were military there were marines army navy air force people everywhere stickers signs flags oh yeah i told my wife this is like being in jacksonville north carolina it's it's crazy and there's not a military base here no so we couldn't figure out why it's such a huge military community and supportive of the military that it was it was really home the 10 years i lived in spring i never felt like this is where you're welcomed and you're 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 a member and you belong and right from day one in Conroe we felt like we belonged here so it's it's that's comfortable. great yeah what made you move to Conroe my wife she made you <laughs> she's like we were going to Conroe and whether you like it or not she, um, we I, so I come here from AT&T Sportsnet in Houston we broadcast the Houston Rockets and Houston Astros right uh, for 10 years I've been down there so for 10 years I've been driving from and we're fairly north spring we were off Cypress Wood on the 45. So it was a it was a 45, 15 minute drive downtown every day to Minute Maid Park. You're looking at an hour. Hi, Coming yeah, home, yeah. it's an hour. Yeah. Um, my wife works for Bally Sports. She's the director of uh, media distribution for Bally Sports Networks in the Sinclair Broadcasting Group. Wow. Um, she worked at the Disney facility there in the Woodlands. And so that's why we moved north is so she was closer to home or she was closer to uh, work and mainly because we have two kids and we have a six-year-old and a one-year-old and she wants to keep everything in the neighborhood if there's an accident or a problem she can go get our children right um, so right. she's close by so uh, we lived up here she's close to work close to the schools close to the education or you know the hospitals and all that mm -hmm. um, and then uh, at some point she wanted to move a little more north out of spring, we were looking at the future of our kids and where we want them to grow up and go to school. And we, we had a great realtor who took us all around and showed us all the areas. And what we found in Conroe was perfect property, perfect house. And, you know, everything worked out. Neighborhoods. It added, yeah. yeah, the neighborhood. And it, it added uh, 20 more minutes to my drive. But I honestly knew that this is, this is my last year in Houston. I'm not going to make this drive for another year. So when we moved up here, um, I, I agreed thinking I'm done. I'm, I need to start looking at something in Conroe. Uh, so that was, we decided to move here. I don't want to say blindly because everything worked out, but uh, I agreed to the, I was like, I'll drive. So I spent another year driving the extra 20 minutes and I got used to it. It was not a big deal. You did uh, to get to Houston. It was only an extra 20 minutes from here? Well, not from here, from my original drive. So where I used to get on the, I used to get on the Hardy and go to work. Yeah. Uh, as I'm coming home, I would hit that spot. That would be the halfway point. So at first, you know, the first couple of months you're hitting, this is where I used to exit to go home. And it's only the halfway point. <laughs> now. But when we lived in spring, we thought 
Conroe, you know, we thought the uh, the the 45, the Methodist, or even the uh, Memorial Hermann Hospital where right. we had our first son, we thought that was like a day trip. That was a long way away from spring. And then I'm now I'm working in downtown Houston and driving by the, the Methodist. <laughs> I'm almost home. I'm almost I'm like, home. Man, that's so close. I love um, when they have those signs that goes, you know, if you lived here, you'd be home by now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, really? Yeah, okay, and I say, you. if I lived there, I'd be home by now. <laughs> if I lived there. So you just kept moving north, and that yeah. was that's fine. And to be fair, uh, it, we both, we decided, I mean, we talked about it, obviously, husband and wife. Uh, it was a nighttime drive. The games were getting over at 11, 12, depending on where. If the if the Astros were playing in Oakland and they ended right. up going 15 innings, I'd be coming home at 2 in the morning. But that there's no traffic at 2 in the morning. Well, you weren't working from Oakland. You were working right, from here. Right, so we would yeah. do the broadcast still from the facility. So right. no matter where the Astros were playing, if they're at home, obviously we're broadcasting from Minute Maid. If they're on the road, we're still doing pre and post. Uh, and in many cases, we were doing the entire game broadcast from downtown Houston. Man, you know, Andrew, it's going to be great because you have all that knowledge of those guys. And so yeah. when we sit here and, t and speculate <laughs> and talk about things we talk about, uh, we can have you on and you can talk with knowledge about what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. Because we love it, that. It's a, it's a lot. And as I put this out there right now and I'm having meetings, I'm learning the city hall life. I'm learning how the city runs. I've spent 10 years in sports and prior to that I spent morning television when when you're in it when you're involved in television or the production broadcast of any kind that's what your focus is and you probably know as a host right. your, your pre-pro your pre-show all that stuff you're doing to prepare for a show you're in that you're you, you're not you're not really aware, and I, I know you have to be aware of, you know, cultural and certain events, but you're preparing for your show. Uh, so you kind of tune out the rest of the world, and that's what I've been doing for 18 years. So coming to City Hall, this is all new to me. There's, there's you know, a water company. There's all, all <laughs> What's a mud district? Yeah, yeah. No, I learned that. <laughs> um, all the stuff that my wife handled because... Oh, yeah. She, in her position, being a you know high-ranking director, she's able to manage the. Uh, she has always been the administrative. She can run a business. She can handle all the administrative stuff. She would keep me on task, uh, and I don't want to go too far into it. But I've always, what you would call me a Pisces, is that my mind would raise up, and I would have ideas, and I would just kind of float away with my ideas. Here's what we want to do. The creative type. She was the one that always kept me. Um, you have to stay focused and, you know, handle the administrative tasks, too. Are you the more right brain yeah, person of the exactly couple? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yes. And we're, we're, we're a, a great team because I start getting these ideas, and I have the ideas here. Um, the role that I have now within the city, which we haven't even gotten into, is more, it's a lot of the administrative stuff, which is, and I love doing it, and I understand it, but I also have, you know, we have the TV channel here. Um, the city has the radio station available and there's a lot we can use that's what i'm telling everyone exactly we have we have so many media outlets that we just not use that we need to be using well it's going to be interesting because you said to me you had an announcement that you were going to make can you make that announcement no now? i ran it by my oh. wife and she said it was a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love it. If you'd have told me that, I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, no, no. I, I knew that your I, wife I, hadn't and agreed this how, And this is the husband and wife, and this is exactly what I was saying. I get these ideas, 
And I think this is great. <laughs> this is going to be, you know, huge. This is going to be viewers. There's going to be people watching. Um, and I talked to her at dinner. I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> Not, not, in the, not in the way where she doesn't want uh, – one thing about her, she will always offer why she doesn't think it's a good idea or how can we retool it, rework it, reorganize uh -huh. it, and make it work. And that's her. She's the, the that's very – That's great. Yeah, so um, the idea I had is going to work. It's going to be an idea. We just have to uh, – Flesh it. And I've talked with a few people upstairs about it. So it, okay. the idea is there. It's not a bad idea. We have to figure out – how to assemble it okay 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 and that's that's fine and as soon as you're ready to make that yeah. announcement okay. i'll call I'll your come. wife and say is it okay today okay all right. yeah i, I will on. bring her in here <laughs> yeah have her sit right there yeah. and we will no she'd probably be a really good guest especially being the director of ballet i mean is she the director of ballet sports so uh, she handles um and i i let her explain this because she, I pay attention to what she does, but, and a lot of times she's telling me what she does, but you know, I'm the husband and <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to focus on what I'm, she's telling me, Right. but it's, she knows her world. She knows her job. Right. She's the director, the director of media distribution. So she is in charge of, um, a lot of the phone calls I hear her getting and talking with, with people at work have to do with. Uh, distributional rights, territorial restrictions, blackouts. Uh, what Yikes. like if you're in Detroit and there's uh, two competing games? Do they put someone on an alternate channel? Um, there, there's. I do know. And one night, uh, the New York Yankees broadcast on Yes Network went to black. It was like the bottom of the ninth. Two outs, two men on. The Yankees were down by one. Aaron Judge was at bat, and the signal went to black. My wife got that call because oh, no. they need to start figuring out, you know, that Yankee fans are angry. Very aggressive. <laughs> angry. And, so, yes. um, so my wife is in that loop of where they need to figure out, you know, why did, why did it go to black? And you have engineers trying to fix it. And you guys know in broadcasting, if you lose a signal, you know, black and TV or radio is, is the longest time exactly. in existence yes um, so what my wife does is they try and you know figure out what happened in atlanta what happened here who you know was it a mispunch a mistake the, was the schedule wrong uh so she there, there's uh, a lot and and i'm not really doing it justice but she's there's a lot of things going a lot on of pressure in that's yeah yeah but she but can she, handle it yeah she oh yeah she um she has assembled a group of employees that she i don't want to say hand picked she she well she did she's you know she's interviewing and she's going through and she knows what people's strengths are and she has assembled a group of really good people so it's it's not a lot of issues on her end uh, but it, there is pressure but she's confident in her staff that's you know that's everything yeah. is that you got confidence in them that you can hand out that's the worst thing is that having the personality where you want to do it yourself because you don't feel like it's going to get done right because you know it's it's somebody that's not you handling it and yeah. it's going to reflect on you so you have all that that kind of pressure as well so to have people that you can go like hey joe do take care of it and he's it's done that would that's great i i really would like to probably talk to her she would She'd make a great she'll, interview. Yeah, she'll you know. come in and tell you what she does, and it probably has nothing to do with what I just told you. <laughs> she, oh. she can describe. Like, she knows her job. Okay. That's her thing. And right. that's what we were talking before we went on air. 
people, if it's what you do and what you know, it's easy to talk about. Right, um, if right. If you don't know, and I'm just telling you from, you know, over here, obviously I live with her, so I hear her on calls. Right. Uh, and I hear her talking to people. And she, you know, she tells me that the problem with working in sports where I come from was that she worked in the day and I worked at night. And the only time we really saw each other was in the morning. You know, it was we were passing. passing each other yeah, because I, I was going to work at two. She's already at work when she picks up the kids and comes home. I'm at work. I'm not coming home till 11. Um, so that was, you know, another one of the, the primary factors of wanting to get out of sports was. I've got a six-year-old and a one-year-old, and I want to. <laughs> oh my word! I want to be a family person, right? Um, and the main, the other thing, which was what made this job such a blessing, was I want to know the community. I want to know the community my kids are growing up in. I want to know the community that we live in. I want to know the community that our neighbors are in. That how it's run, how it works, what our involvement should be, what our involvement has been, and it, in the past it has been nothing because we. You know, we're working, and again, like I said, when you're in that production environment, you're in a bubble. That's true. And yeah. you're not. You, I don't want to say you don't care, but your your priority is your world. And right. I didn't want that. I wanted to be. I wanted to know the world that's going on around me. We all things to all men. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you when you start this, um, you know, the information that you want everyone in Conroe to know about the city, about their leaders, and all that, have have you come up with kind of a plan of what you're going to do to, to introduce people to Jody, to introduce people, I mean, Mayor Jody, uh, to introduce people to all these? I've been trying to get him on this show, so I'm going to come to you now. Okay. I'm going to say, because okay. I want to I sit down and talk to him as well. And and I, I want to introduce people, because a lot of times I know they think I'm going to ask them like, so what about the water department? Yeah. I can never get my wife. I'm not yeah. going to do that. I want people to get to know who they are and the trust issue that this person is really trying to do the best they can for the city. And that's that's what, you know, we want to, I'm sure that's what you want to spread to everybody. And so I just can't wait to see you in the um, the city council meetings and all that are you going to attend those yes okay yes and well the primary reason for that is because the city council meetings you have the agenda and the i'm involved in the agenda meetings too and we're ah. we're looking at the agenda items and how they're presented and we're looking at the wording um that's i feel like i'm getting ahead and i'm so i want to backtrack and go to how you started this whole conversation was um, have I started forming a plan? And I I have, but the plan is, is the old Windows computers, when they're fragmented, <clears throat> when you think of a computer and it says, have you frag defragmented your yes. machine? So coming into this position, I feel like it's a position that is just completely fragmented. And you and want to defrag, you're What right. I'm trying to do is trying to get all those loose files and all those, you know, the codes and the, the, the important documents and the photos and the videos, I'm trying to get them all, compartmentalize them, put them together, and then structure them. That's That's been a huge process. The city has in the past not had an active PIO, uh, public information officer. They've, they've had the title, but no one really took the job for what it was. Right. There, there are a lot of re 
responsibilities, a lot of requirements. There's a lot of things that need to be done. Sure. We're also the communications department. So we're, we're, I'm essentially running a communications department and being the city's public information officer, which I'm starting to visualize as two separate roles. The, but they all, they're all going to come together. Everything is going to tie, tie into one another. But when you're, when you're compartmentalizing, the, the communications director is more the communications, how you're getting information out there, whether it be the social media, the, the website, the TV, the radio, um, everything that we have available to the city. And then the public information officer is dealing with the information, the agenda items that are getting out there, the media, the reports, the reporters, the stories. Right. Um, and that aspect, I'm representing the mayor and the city council. My whole entire role is to represent the mayor and city council to the people, as well as representing this, the citizens of Conroe. And in doing that, I'm using the communications to link the two and present the mayor and city council to the people. And what you said was my job is to make sure that they're understanding that the mayor and city council are working for them. They're your elected officials. They're working for them and that everything they're doing is exactly what they were hired to do. And you might not agree with what they're doing. You might not agree with how the, the, the votes are. You might not agree with what's being done in the city, but the, the process is happening. The right. process as it was intended to happen is happening. There is a vote there. And there might be two people that voted against something that you favor. I want to make sure you understand why they voted no on something oh that's great i want to make sure if you disagree with something someone voted yes why they voted yes and from from being here and talking to all of our city council members they, they can explain why and they can uh, and i've always been someone that i want to hear both sides of the story i'm not going to go in there and this is what they said this is what mm -hmm. i accept i want mm -hmm. you know i want the facts i want the and, and they'll provide that you come to a city council meeting or you talk to a city council member, they'll provide you the facts and the logic and the reasoning for why they're voting instead of the people out there on social media who say, oh, the city's just wasting money or they're putting this up here because they just have money to spend and waste. Um, I want to make sure that the information is out there. And I'm not going to argue with the people that don't know and are posting on social media, but I am going to find an avenue and, and a way to get the information of why is this happening? I want to make sure that it's put out there. There's a reason behind it. And that reason is that this is a machine and the machine is functioning as it should. Well, you know, Andrew, as, uh, as citizens of Conroe and live here, uh, they, they feel mostly helpless in not knowing how to tell someone something. They may call and talk to Chris at the front desk and, right. and complain to him, and he'll have to try and put them somewhere so they can they can go ahead and complain. But it's, you know, and thought of coming to a city council meeting is, like, scary to them, yeah. and they don't know if it's okay. What do you have to, do you have to be of a certain type to be able to come into the city council meeting? But is this welcome, open to the public to come in, or do you call and make a reservation, or how do you do that? Well, that that's a great segue in radio terminology into yes. what my number one priority is when I accepted this job. And I think you will agree with me, probably Richard and every citizen listening to this who does business with Conroe, is the website needs to be redesigned. We need a new website. The city's website is, uh, I want to use the word antiquated. Mm -hmm. if, if that's a word, <laughs> I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, that's a word. Okay. Uh, if I'm using a, 
appropriately. It, it's it's a website that was created on a certain date, and from that date to this date, technology has rapidly advanced. The way that we want information, the way that we gather information, and the way that we want to present information has changed. The website that's out there is a very old, clunky, unfriendly. Uh, and in fact, we met with a company this morning, and she had a statement. Um, it was uh, know it and post it and leave it or, 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 or <laughs> post it and leave it. And that's what the website is. It's you post information and leave it. Um, websites aren't like that now. Technology isn't like that. Technology is ever changing, changing evolving, yes. and you want interaction. Our website right now is that it's there. There's You read it, and that's all we want you to do. We don't want you to involve. Um, so what I want to do is I want to change that website so that that citizen that doesn't know how to come to city council, he's going to get on the website and he's going to see exactly what do I need to do. And within two clicks, he's going to understand the process of how to get to city council, how to present yourself to city council, not just come here. Uh, and I would recommend everyone come down here and just watch one. Yes. If you don't have anything yeah. to say, just come and watch the process and see. And it, I'm telling you personally, someone who never attended a city council meeting, when I got this job, watch it. And I was amazed at how easy it is to address city council. Right. How right. easy. And, and they want to hear. And this is the thing. And every single city council member that I work for upstairs has said, we want to hear from the citizens. We want to hear what they're, they're, they have to say. We don't want to they're misled on social media. They don't have the answers. They're just putting stuff out there. And the problem is some people that aren't looking for facts are thinking that that's gold, right. that that's solid. Come down here and listen and, and understand the process. You'll be surprised. Well, and, some, and sometimes there's things that happen. Or there's a big boom somewhere and, they, and they're trying to find out what, what was that? What, what happened? And they don't know where to go to find something like that out because they don't believe that there's someone overseeing that computer and sitting there watching it. Oh, Miss. Oh, let me tell Miss. That was just a, you know. So they they feel very helpless in that sense. Like, who do I call? I call the police. Nine one one. What was that? And uh, so to be able to to have that kind of energy and that kind of focus on on that website, that will be amazing and interactive with your with the citizens. How amazing that would that be? I I I want to say that um that website was so. We're looking at developers right now to develop the website. We have the, we just talked to the current developer and obviously that their technology has advanced since what we have out there, but we're looking at developers. And the most important thing to me is the rapid response and alert system. And the story I told you about my wife, how she knew that the Yes Network went to black within seconds, she was alerted to that so they can start um, isolating the problem and fixing it. Right. That's what, and, and she was the one that always said, that's what the city needs. We were residents before I worked for the city that lost water and had no idea where, what happened to our water. Uh, is it us? Is it the city? Is it an area? Is it coming back when it does come back? Is it safe to drink? Should we boil it? So we did experience right. that. So I, I, I can sympathize with the residents who experienced that stuff. And what I came in here and said, I want to do is an alert system where when we lose water, my job is the public information officer. Um, and I'll just kind of explain that the police have public information officers. There, there's other, the county has public information officers. But let's say the case of the police. If there's an accident and I'm on the accident scene and people are wondering why are there two public information officers out here, the police public information officer has their responsibility to collect evidence or not evidence, but they're, they're collecting the facts of the crime scene, the who, what, when, where, why. They're going to present a 
press release. They're going to put all that stuff together. They're they're working a crime scene. They're in, in a lot of cases don't have the time or the means to be communicating with the media. My role for the city is I'm representing the mayor and city council and what the mayor and city council want the citizens to the citizens to know immediately when there's a disruption in their basic daily routine. That's perfect. And that's where perfect. I need to be there to get that information. Right. And how am I going to know that? Am I going to sit home and just watch you know, oh, they don't have water in Woodcrest. It's, it doesn't work like that. No. I need, um, and I am on now several of the dispatch, the hotline, the emails that go out because the quicker that I know, the quicker I can notify people. And right now, we're limited to like next door. I've set up next door uh, social, next door um, a government account so I can isolate the area that I'm sending the message to. If you don't have water, I can know if you're on next door, I can make sure that you're notified immediately. You don't have water or as soon as I get the alert or that the water's safe to drink when it comes back or there's been an accident. You're not going to be able to get into your neighborhood for a couple hours. The grid's gone down. Oh, my word. The grid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we want people to know. Yeah. See, to, to promise and to uh, give that service to the people who live around here, that's going to be, I mean, epic because it's it's never happened before. And I would go because I, I was I knew a really bad accident had happened. So I thought, well, I'm going to find out. And the last accident that had been posted was like three or four years ago. And so I didn't know it's <laughs> <laughs> in the same accident, is it? But it was and I understand if, if the yeah. limited in the employees and stuff like that, that that uh, and somebody that has to be over there watching it like all the time now they used to put put these little things up and they you know they the picture would come up and tell you what is here in conroe and and that was all there was but now that if somebody's there and they can interact with someone that is just that's everything because we we do we want an answer like right now you know if i can google that i need to be able to Get that from my Conroe PI guy. You're the PI. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I have Elizabeth um, upstairs. The two of us work in. We we are the communications department in Conroe. Um, Elizabeth West. She's been here for ten years. She was with the Parks and Recreation, and I know she's done a lot. She is shows. so sweet. Have you, you you know Elizabeth? I, okay. I, well, I've talked to her about uh, trying to get Jody on and yeah. uh, Mayor Jody. Okay. And, on and. Um, we hadn't had success, and so we, I've been talking to someone else that also helps uh, put him somewhere. And she, they're going like maybe in January. So yeah. January's over. So now we're going to go February, and I'm sure it's going to be on Valentine's Day that we'll get him. Well, if, <laughs> if they're ducking you, then I'm going to have to duck you too. So. Oh great! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd hope we, we did this on the air. So it's like, see, I got it on the air now. You, you now you have to come on my show. I will. I will. I will do everything I can. There. And here's what I want to do as a public information officer: is I want to get. My job is to make sure you know who the mayor is, who the city council, the city administrator. We have a new city administrator, Mr. Gary yes. Scott. Yes. We have a our city secretary, Soko. We have the administrative department that the people that are really controlling the, the and, and I have a lot of projects. Would at, at the top of the show, you mentioned I was going to mention a good idea. That was an idea that I have that I think will be very good. But I do have ideas that are starting to we're, we're starting to implement so when i came in here i had all these ideas but one of my ideas is i need the citizens to know who the city employees are because right. when your water goes out instead of thinking that someone's out there intentionally breaking pipes just to 
mess up your daily routine <laughs> yeah. that you know that these are husbands, wives, families, you know, daughters, sons, uncles, aunts. These are these are people who live here. They're, our intentions are for the best for Conroe. We're not out here intentionally trying to put things in the road that are going to create obstacles for you to get to your favorite restaurant. That's not our objective. Right. But in order for you to start believing that, knowing that, I need to get all of our city employees and I need to start getting them out there, exposing them so that people understand, oh, that's Mayor Jody. Oh, that's the city administrator. Right. That's the head of public works. And, and here's the reason he's doing that. So uh, my role is, and I, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I feel that I'm fairly influential enough that I'm going to start getting these guys come down. Let's do the radio show. Uh, and that's a whole other area of my job is having the TV channel and the, the radio availability here exactly. that we need to use it. We need to start using it so that the citizens know who the city is. When I say the city, I'm talking about mayor, city council, administration, uh, the, the parks, the public works, the recreation, the events, uh, CEDC, uh, the, the wonderful ladies up at CEDC who I just spent the last two hours <laughs> talking, talking with. So that's yeah. why my, my jaw is sore. <laughs> um, all those departments, I want to make sure that they're getting exposed. Right. See, that's what's that's going to be great because we're going to have a fully educated citizenry that will be able to talk to anyone about anything that's going on in the, in Conroe. Now, do you uh, what other cities do you work with? Like, are you are you working in conjunction with Willis, with uh, Montgomery, and all that? Or are you is it just Conroe exclusively that you're going to be working with? We, right now, me, uh, myself, is Conroe, anything that the city has an interest in. Okay. Um, if it is the city of Conroe, it is mine. Everything that happening within the city of Conroe, if, if it involves city of Conroe employees or uh, right now we're looking at just the city itself, there, there's going to be times where there have been events where we cross over and I'm working with the PIO from Montgomery County. Right. Um, okay. And there, there's going to be a lot of opportunity where it's not necessarily work, but I've been um, invited to and put on several committees. Um, in fact, I told my wife, as soon as I got the job, every time my phone rang, I was agreeing to be on a committee. <laughs> um, so, and, and committees that I believe in. I'm yes, not, I wasn't sure. joining all these committees, but the Veterans Affairs, I'm a strong advocate for oh, Veterans Affairs. So amen. I want to be on that committee. The the Public Information Officers Committee for all the local and regional PIOs, they have a committee where you can share ideas. The city, uh, the, the Chamber of Commerce is starting up a committee for communications and, and marketing, which I want to be involved in. So it's not necessarily working, but we're going to have associations where I can learn and being new in this job, I want to learn. I want to learn from all the right. departments. I want to learn what's worked for you in the past. What, what has not worked? What can I do to help your sure. job work? What can I learn from Willis? What can I learn from Houston? Um, so, well, strengthening all those, those yeah. avenues so that we can all work together. Cause when something happens in some place, you have to immediately bring those people in and, you know, or bring send help to them and that kind of thing is that up to you or is that i mean they'll probably of course uh contact the fire people fire departments and and the police and all that but are you involved in that as well well we so uh, there is another uh a committee or a training and it is the the pi it's from the department of homeland security the emergency management um department i'd, I'd probably just botched their name up but they do have a group 
and its training on how to manage as a PIO, how to manage that situation as a PIO. Um, I've been here a short time and I don't want to say that I'm responsible for anything, but I, we have the EOC, the emergency, emergency operations center upstairs. The, so the, the fire chief, Ken Krieger, uh, the police chief, Jeff Christie, the, that, that is an entire, and this is my military background. Um, if anyone's in the military, which they are, cause I've discovered Conroe is a huge military. Right. I would be like the, uh, in the Marine terms, the staff sergeant and, in a crisis where the generals and the officers, they're the ones looking at the battlefield, they're deploying the equipment, figuring out uh, how do we best deal with this emergency management. Um, as far as the crisis, I'm in there, I need to be getting the information live in real time so I can get it out there to the, the citizens. So my involvement right. would be solely to make sure that our citizens are informed in what is, what's happening, are they safe, do they stay inside, do they come outside? Um, oh, so yes. it, it is involvement in there. And, and again, there is a there's a committee, there's a group that there's training for that. So I'll attend those and, and learn how we work together. And, and maybe it's changing. Maybe that's why they're they're looking at how do we better deal with crises, uh, right? And crisis management. So that's something that uh, I'm, I'm really I'm not excited for a crisis ever, but I'm excited to learn so that when when if we do have one, that prepared. I'm prepared to yeah. make sure that the citizens are prepared and informed. That's that's very comforting to to know, because it's a it's a small town and there's still that small very small town feeling here, which is great and you never want to lose that, but but the world around us and yeah. people that are coming through here, I mean it is growing so fast and it's great. I mean you want that, of course you want that, but you still want to handle on on yeah. being able to know who's here what's going on and and making sure it's it's all for the good you know and i think that's what you bring and you bring such great enthusiasm andrew it's wonderful is your wife watching you today uh well she's probably at work uh well she is at work uh she 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 asked me for the link so she could watch it but she has meetings wednesdays is a very heavy meeting day for her so right. she said um because i told her i i I'll give you the link. You better watch it. You better cancel all your meetings. Yes, because I want to. I want to review when I get home, yeah. honey, and so you can tell me what I do right. <laughs> right. Uh, I know she's a lovely person, and she, you, she is. Y'all, y'all are probably so cute because normally it's just the opposite on on mine. I am the creative. My husband's the one that tells me let the other person talk at least, you know, for yeah. a little bit. It's a talk show, right? But it's not your, it is your talk show. Okay. But, but you've got to let the people talk once you ask them a question. I went, okay. I'll try. Well, and that's my problem is when you, when you throw me the ball, I don't know when to stop swinging. <laughs> no, you do real well. You've learned to, to talk and sound bites. It's good. You know, that, which is, which is what you have to do, what yes. you're going to have to do. And I, and you'll have your own show, I'm sure on here uh, in no time. And that uh, that you'll be having everybody come in, but I do want I I am here for your you know that will help you in any way to bring people on so we can talk to the person that's ahead of the mud district and uh, and tell me what they're doing or the uh, animal not animal correction the animal control 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 uh people i love that i had my exterminator come on and he was so interesting it was like it was yeah. very it was it was very educational and he is and he's very uh they love him in conroe so 
uh, I that's what I want to do. If you have, you know, use. I know you want to use us. Be sure and use us because Richard's just sitting there waiting for somebody to use him. <laughs> no, no, he's so busy, and uh, and you've got a good guy there, you know. And I I would never say that to him personally, but now he's got it on tape that I've yeah. said that. But he is, and he's uh, he's done an amazing thing. I can't believe all the stuff that he has learned, and you know, because we were. We were together over at uh, the when we were downtown on Main Street, and it, we were just learning how to put out a streaming, uh, you know, the the streaming yeah. thing coming along and making sure we could handle it. And it's been amazing what you know what we can do. And we're on so many platforms, but to do what you want to do and be able to, uh, the people can turn on channel twelve and go. That's our channel. That's Conroe. That's us. And they're, they see themselves and see the, the city and what's going on and all that. That's exciting for them. So they, and I'm glad you bring that up because they, the, well, the first, the first day I started, I, I think it was the first day I went and had lunch with, uh, with Richard. And it was good to know that he was here because this is my background this is what i know and these are these are my goals but even through the interview process it was explained to me that we do have this tv channel and the, the radio stations um they were neglected and in some form they've been neglected and when i walked in it was a production gold mine when i walked in and saw the equipment i have available the space oh, i have available oh the studio word. the office oh, when i walked in my office beautiful. i thought if i had no other responsibility in life but this station then i would have so much content put out there good stuff but i have the public information job i have a uh, with the mayor and city council is a job that's sure and it's and i love that job and that's really and I, honestly i've taken more passion to that than the production because that's something that i'm learning and i'm really involved in and i like being involved i like being right. involved in the community and how it's developing and changing but i'll never lose the passion for creativity and production so with this being here it is a priority of mine and where i'm where i'm going with this is i'm not going to get espn ratings i'm not going to put a show i'm not going to put content on there that's going to get 90,000 people watching. What mm -hmm. I am going to do is I'm going to put content on there that if you come across channel 12, if you're watching for five minutes, you'll learn something. Right. So if one person's watching, they'll learn something. If two people later, or if you're, you watch it and you tell a friend and they're going to watch it and it, it'll be a loop of Conroe. I'm going to educate you on Conroe, the right. people running Conroe, what's available in Conroe. Um, so my goal is to make sure that if you do turn on channel 12, there's going to be something there for you. Right. If That's that makes sense. Perfect. Yes. Oh, Andrew, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad you're here. And and that have you. I, oh, I, I, I thought I talked myself way out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll we'll uh, we'll stop in just a minute. But I, I do want to I want to find out in in dealing with the, all the employees here. Have you have you met all the employees or did you have a meeting and they introduced you and they did that kind of stuff for you? Uh, so I don't want to say, ah, uh, when, when I started, I want to say that I, I meet 10 to 20 people a day and still it's very, that, that, that traffic is heavy. So I'm, I'm meeting, you know, a good 10 to 20 people a day. And 
you're meeting a lot of employees. Now, some I'm meeting over and over and over, so I'm becoming more familiar with their their faces, their names, their jobs, their positions. Right. Obviously, the directors of each department I know um, well enough now that I, I interact with them, and you have to because uh, they're, they're the ones that, that I need to get the message to. But I'm giving them my message in directors' meetings and explaining here's what we're doing. And keep in mind, I'm not feeling a role that has been here. I'm developing a role. Yes, yes, So that's right. I'm trying to communicate with them. They, they don't have the expectations yet of what it is that I'm doing, so I'm right. trying to communicate with them. But I can't expect that if I'm doing something that I'm telling the police chief and that's going to get out to all of the police officers and all the detectives and all the people on the street that if I show up on a scene, they're at this point probably not going to know who I am. Uh, but they've been very good in the situations that I've been out there. Uh, same with fire. There's just the city, our employees, the reach is so far. You can't expect everyone is going to know who you are right away. But I'm starting to go areas where people at least have heard of me and know and say, okay, I've heard of you. Uh, yeah, I've heard you're doing great. And here's the biggest problem that I have, and it's not a problem, and I don't want anyone to think it's a problem. The first two weeks, I was doing a really good job letting people know I'm here. Here's my email. I'm available for you. Here's what I can do. And I had not a lot of, uh, not, I had a lot of time to make sure that I was connecting with people. Now, all those invites I sent out <laughs> are coming. To now, me. now I, I I I go in a meeting upstairs for two hours and come out and there's 40 messages, 30 <laughs> emails, and um, this has to happen. This needs to be done. We have a high school signing. So now I'm starting to see that. People are aware that I'm here and they they are needing me. And, and I'm going to try and hold true to what I'm offering. Right. But, you know, I want you to take the passion, the energy that you have and your background, all that. And I hope you bring as much as you can to the schools as quickly as you can to uh, to watching over our babies and watching over our children. And I'm so glad you're going to have children in the system because that's going to make it even more important. Like, you're like, OK. And we have... Uh, We've had the, they're not she bears, the mama bears that uh, that were up for election in on the school board and and all that, and uh, because they're not going to take they're not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I mean they're yeah. going to it's like enough is enough, and they want to get these things straight and they want to help the the kids. And there's a there's problems in the high schools about you know kids wanting to smoke weed and and illegal drugs and stuff like that so there's a lot of that that's going on and i know you can't you know you you're not responsible for everything but just watching over like the city council like the school boards and the things like that that do you have do you see yourself getting somewhat involved or how would you meet with the the superintendents and that kind of thing would you do that uh, did I did I email you this? Did I did you have you gotten any emails that I've sent? <laughs> <laughs> Richard, don't Richard. <laughs> she doesn't even know how to get to the email. No, that's not true. Okay, so, no. So I, no. I I I don't think I put this in there, but I emailed you um, a brief bio and a couple of the, oh, right. the highlights of what I want to cover in my first year, and I don't think I put this on there, but it's. Impressive that you're asking about it because I do have an answer for you. Yay. Okay. After the break. 
Okay, we'll be right back. We're going to go to a break. And he's going to instruct me. I'm like, Cindy, I told you not to ask me that. <laughs> no, we're going to go to a break. And we want to thank, of course, Wooden Financial Group and, uh, and all that. So you guys, I'll be right back. So don't go away. And Andrew's going to give us an amazing answer. Okay, uh, you're listening to the Cindy Cochran Show, Real Reality Radio. Yes, sir. Every week, people ask the same two questions. Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise, one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process in helping their clients to a clear financial future and to see their contact information, visit Cindy Cochran Show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS. Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of the Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936 449 5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com. That's www.wootenfinancial.com. This program is sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. It is not the intent of Wooten Financial Group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website. Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc., Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any of their representatives. Cindy Cochran Show, thank you so much for staying with us and um, waiting, I know, breathlessly and at the end of, at your seat about what Andrew's going to answer about the school uh, and uh, what his involvement may be. Okay, okay, take it away, Andrew. Okay, so we, so it started way back. <laughs> uh, what, what I am seeing is the mayor and the city council, they're very active. They want to get out there. They want to, they enjoy spending time with the kids and being seen and being read like the reading programs. We're going to come in and read a book. And I am too. I participate in the watchdogs program at my son's school and it's an eye opener. So to be in the schools, I'm seeing how the schools are run and I have a tremendous amount of respect for the teachers and the educators and the entire CISD process. Their, their day is unlike any that you can even imagine. If you have an opportunity to spend a day in there, your, your eyes will be open. Right. With that, with my position, my 
little bit of authority that I have and my influence and my power, what I am starting is a very uh, infant stage initiative of what I would like to do is get the mayor and two city council members or three city council members into a school that has an active uh, student council program, the younger ones. And I have discussed this with the principal of my son's school and said, let's sit down and talk and see what we can do to make this work. And they're on board. They're excited. And again, I don't know the 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 legalities or separation between CISD and the city, but the school that I'm talking to is excited about it. And here's what I want to do. I want the mayor and city council members, at least three of them, to go to a school, talk to the kids of, of student council. Right. But here's what I want to do. I want to coordinate with the teacher of that student council program ahead of time, have those students prepare an agenda item. They're going to prepare that agenda item. And then when the mayor and the city council members or the three city council members are there, the students are going to present that That's agenda item to them great. and have a vote. So they're, they're going to go through the process, process of having to yes. present their agenda item with their, their facts, with their documents, pictures, and then have the vote, have the students vote on that. And I even want it to be where one of those student council members votes no so that they understand that it's not always going to be yes. There's going to be people that, or, and I'm going to throw this out hypothetically that they say we want muffins every day at three. I want a student council or I want a city council member to say, well, I'm, I'm not going to support this because what about the kids in gym class? Right. What right. about the kids at recess that they can't have the muffin at three? So right. to show them that you have an idea and an agenda item that you think is great and you're presenting it for vote, the vote's not always going to be. Three one two zero one three. I mean, you're not always going to win. Now, I, I want the students to win their their vote, but I want them to realize that because someone votes no doesn't mean they're a bad person. They have a reason for voting no, and they're going to present to you, this is why I voted no, and show you that's how the process works. And this that's the system. Negotiate. And, yes. and two, uh, it's funny because uh, the, the superintendents would love for you to talk about bond issues and if you teach the kids yeah. about bond issues and how to go home and tell their parents be sure and vote for the bond issues but uh and, but no, and that's that what i want great. to avoid i don't want it i don't <laughs> want i don't want my son coming home saying hey the mayor and student council came and told us to vote for this today <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not i'm not i'm not presenting a topic where right. i'm trying to convince them one way or the other i'm presenting no, the system the, this the is system. a process that's in place and it works and in, until that right. changes this is life this yeah. is how the community runs no that's no i think that's great that's, but you that's did good. mention something earlier that i never covered and i do want to cover it really quick you can come to a city hall meeting you 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 can come in the before it starts there's a form right at the front door you can fill out that form and turn it in and you can speak at that city hall meeting you don't need anything you don't have to have anything you just have to come and present your what you're there to speak about it helps if you have powerpoints it helps if you have presentations um documents literature anything to support your case right if you want something done and you sh show this is why i want it done evidence if you have any kind of supporting documentation so you but do it's, diligence well, they'll, they'll yeah. hear yeah the, the diligence they, they will hear you and they'll understand you uh that how to get that documentation to us ahead of time is something that i'll have to work on getting on the website but some people email it to us and then we make sure it's available when they start talking that they can open up their file powerpoint or whatnot and they see it yeah. but the city council members are looking at it this way if you took the time to come down here if you took the time to sit and watch if you took the time to present a powerpoint or any presentation or have any kind of documentation they're going to hear you right. they're going to listen to you because they respect that you're giving your time to change your community in tv uh 
when I worked at Channel 13, it, if you got one letter and they said whatever they said, they liked you, they didn't like you or whatever, they would say, that's, we count that as 10,000 people feel the same way. So that's how they would, mm-hmm. that's how they d- judged it. And that's what it's going to be like. And I'm, and I just got the, and I know what this means. It means wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, I'm honored that you're here. Thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, it was great. It was just, you're so enthusiastic and energetic and, and I just know you are going to do great things for us. Thank you. Thank you for so, having me. I'll be back. I'll be back you, and I'll be back with the mayor right here. Right there. Okay. Yep. I love it. So good. <laughs> Listen, tomorrow we've got uh, Dini and uh, Jim Boy, and they are so amazing. They have 45 years among the two of them of serving and protecting this community and their community. And they are, they've got stories and they've got, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got to come see them and, uh, listen to them tomorrow Uh, I love you guys and we love our first responders we love you so much and even better God bless you and so I'm telling you be here the Cindy Cochran show